Welcome back to another episode of Have a Dope Day. I'm your host, Gabriel Lopez. I'm here with Wes. Remind me your name. Jeff. Wes and Jeff from what? Bad what? Bad Habit Cinema. Bad Habit Cinema. I was going to say Bad Habit Media. <laughs> yeah, you literally just told me like 10 seconds ago. So let's get into your guys' story but like of what you have coming up. But first, let's talk about how the two of you become friends. It's a long story, but uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. let, let's dive into it. So... We've known each other since we were 15. 15, yeah. yeah. So back in the day, we, you know, we used to hang out all the time, like kids in high school did, just go over to his house, mess around, joke around. And at one point, his dad got him a camera. Okay. And so we did what, you know, you know, teenagers would do with a camera, which is start to make our own movies. But, you know, dumb stuff we didn't take serious. Just we were just experimenting, having fun, like what can we do with this? How can we make our buddies laugh? And we would have people come over and have like little screening parties, like check out this thing we made. Yeah. And it was basically just to entertain our friends. Like we never thought this was before YouTube. Okay. So we never thought it was going to go anywhere. It was just for purely entertainment purposes. And we did that for how long? Five years, probably. Yeah. From like 16 to 21, we were making little movies. And what are the roles each one of you would play in the movie making process? Everything. Okay. Yeah, we all. Whatever so needs to be done. yeah, because because of the constraints of like you know either low budget, no budget, mm-hmm. um, we were writing, directing, being, in, you know, we would anybody that would be willing to jump on yeah. and help us out, we would have them come help us out. But the moment somebody wasn't consistent or you know they weren't pulling their weight or you know like we didn't want people to just hang around. Yeah. But if people wanted to come help out, we were always like open doors to people. So. We did, other people joined in and started working with us, but we were always kind of like at the core of it back in the day. And what kind of movies were you into Ooh, just yeah. as kids? Let's we'll um, start with you first. Yeah, I'll let him go. <laughs> we were, well, the movie that made us want to start making movies was The Toxic Avenger of Troma. So we love Troma movies. They did like Class Newcomb High and Tromeo and Juliet. What is it called? The Troma. What the hell is that? <laughs> it's it's a, a B movie company okay. out of New York. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it was that, and then uh, John Waters, his movies were a huge influence on us. Quentin Tarantino. Oh yeah. Okay. Definitely. I recognize that one. David yeah. Lynch. And what kind? Like, just give me kind of a rundown of what your guys' favorite just gig was when you were young. Like what? Like what would be the movie you would watch over and over again? Uh, Natural Born Killers, okay. uh, Pulp Fiction, okay. uh, stuff like that. Like, I mean, uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas was a big one. Yeah, okay. I mean, we liked stuff that was like different. Like, yeah. we we're like, okay, this isn't like people were doing something with the movie platform, with with the film platform, that like they were pushing the boundaries. Like, they weren't, you know, they weren't out there like I'm gonna just make this movie to make a Hollywood blockbuster. Yeah, they were making art with a camera. Yeah. And that's kind of something that struck a chord with both of us. And when we saw people could do it for a low budget, it inspired us to do stuff. But again, back then when YouTube wasn't a thing, when the internet was just in its like infancy, we didn't think we could like do much with it. We were just like two, you know, broke kids messing around Passing with a cheap time. camera. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So where does it does it turn into I know West for you it turned into a serious thing. Absolutely. But what about for you? Do you ever pursue any type of like creative work professionally well I, I was really heavy in playing music and okay. touring around and 
recording for probably a good like 15 years. Okay. So it was after the bad habit at first. Everyone kind of went their separate ways. So yeah. we just didn't make movies anymore. We yeah. were like, well, everyone's just so. That's when I dove in more into music. And what um, did you, what instrument did you play? I was bass. Okay. No, that was, yeah. That, and then um, did that for a long, but then that I kind of wanted to step away from. And that's when, well, me and Wes kind of lost contact for a couple years. Okay. And yep. then we met back up and he just had this knowledge of using a camera and editing. And it was like, hey, you remember making movies? And let's do it again. Yeah, let's just, <laughs> yeah, we made our first little one. What was that maybe three years ago, four, four years ago? No, it was, yeah, it was four Damn, I think it was five, four, yeah, four yeah. years ago. So we picked back up and just started rolling. Okay, so let's talk about how you guys lost contact. Like, did you just go your separate ways because high school's over and everybody's yeah, kind of just doing Yeah, just like thing? how anyone, you just yeah. kind of go different directions in life. He was going and getting his life together, and I became a bumbling idiot of a bass player. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, this guy ended up, so he was touring with a, a punk band. He ended up, actually, they were real popular in Canada. Okay. And he ended up living in Quebec for like a while, like French for about Canada. a year. Yeah. yeah. And so for a minute, because we would still talk and I was like, oh, man, like we're never going to pick this thing up again because yeah. you're, you're up in Canada. We're never going to connect and start m- making films again. So when he decided to move back, that's when things kicked back off. What's it like living in Canada versus living <laughs> in the U.S.? It's um. I mean, after a while, it becomes the same place. Okay. You know, cool. it's, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was up in the middle of winter, too. So that was, that was a bad idea. Okay. <laughs> I never knew the cold, but it's the same as here. People are nicer, pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. More taxes, he said. That's yeah. horrible. People are nicer. It's <laughs> <laughs> thing to leave away with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Okay. So you guys link back up later on in life. And Wes, what are you doing at this time? Where's your career at? So I was just kind of delving into how can I take a camera and make money with it? Because mm-hmm. um, I was always driven to be creative. We're both, he and I, Jeff and I are both creative people. Um, and throughout my life, I was like, you know, he was pursuing how could I make money with music? And he went down that path. And I wasn't really kind of sure until I picked up a camera again and started messing around and realizing, oh, you know, I can get work doing yeah. filming some like, like a wedding. I could get work. You know, it started yeah. out small and then it snowballed as I got more confidence in what I was capable of doing, et cetera. You know what I mean? Now, where do you find time to have? Because you, Wes, I know you, you're on your hustle all the time. You're always, Absolutely. even though you don't post everything, you're always doing something. Yeah. So like. Where do you even find the time to and the energy to just create your own free pro like your own work, like your own fun work? I don't go out much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, seriously. So, I mean, look, and I'm not trying to judge everybody is in their own path in life. Yeah. And I'm not trying to say make this sound negative, but I don't like I don't go out to bars. I don't go out and do yeah. that stuff like my free time. And I, I mean, I'm a you know, I'm a single dad. Yeah, I work you know, full-time job right now. And the thing is, is like when I have free time, I'm working on this Yeah. because I'm investing in something that we care a lot about. And so um, that's where I find the time is I just, I just make the, time. Yeah, make the time. Yeah, I do the same thing. And I think anybody that's passionate, that has passion plus hustle understands that like there really are no excuses at the end of the day, right? Nope. For if you want something to happen, like you figure it out. It's like when I was running around just, 
painting graffiti, like I figured out how to pay for things or steal them or how to get to where you're not supposed to be. Like if you want something, you'll figure it out. And I think that's a testament to your passion towards your craft. Where does the let's talk about the pre projects leading up to to the movie is called Pillow Man, right? Correct. Okay. Now, can you just go over really briefly? We'll get in depth about it, but sure. What is Pillow Man? The event coming up, and just yeah, let's talk about those. So I'll take this, and then I'm going to have Jeff jump in and kind of fill in the blanks because I'm not I'm not going to hit on everything. But so basically, so Pillow Man, like it, it sounds funny when we come up to people and we're like, "Oh, Pillow Man," they're like, "What?" Like you know, it sounds yeah. it sounds crazy. But the thing is, is this was back in the day, originally when we were filming, this was a, a character that we came up with. Again, you know, we don't have any money. Yeah. Hey, put a pillow on your head. Um, I'm going to interview you as if you have a deformity that you have a pillow for yeah. your face. This is like I'm a talk show host. And that's the original thing back in the day. We thought it was really funny. Um, and then what happened is we connected. And we're like, hey, what's something easy that we can do for fun? Yeah. Like, how are we going to get our feet wet in, in this uh, as far as a creative project that's not going to take a lot of money that we can have fun with, though, and just be like a blank canvas, you know? And we're like, Pillow Man, easy, done. Um, so we started working on it, and it just kind of snowballed. And at first, it was, some, again, something we would have people come over to the house, look at what we filmed. Yeah. This is funny. And then we started, the more and more we got into it, the more and more we did, did it, and realized, hey, we have some. I think we have something here. Yeah. We want to share this. Um, that's when it became like a new ball game. You know what I mean? So let's talk about. Give me a brief overview on the event coming up. We'll sure. get deep into it, but just I'm setting the stage for. So yeah, so we're gonna be showing. We're gonna have a comedian, uh, James Bruce. Uh, we're gonna have a band, uh, Toxic Gremlin, who's a. Uh, she actually was the main person behind it, Grace. Uh, she is formerly of our Bad Habit production back in the day. Okay. Um, and so it's her experimental band that's going to be playing, and it matches the vibe of the film. So we're going to have that short film, and then we're going to have a little bit of like an after party where people can watch a free cult movie with us hang out. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be like, you know, it's, it's more than just our film. It's a party. Where is it going to be at? The Colonial Theater. Okay, and when? Friday the 13th, October. Oh, whoa. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so let's, we'll call that the up-to-date, the, that's what we're here to talk about and to promote. Let's talk about all the projects that came before that, or were there any? Yeah, are you talking about the projects that we did when we were young? No, so let's, like, you guys go your separate ways after high school, mm -hmm. you live your lives, you link back up. What's the first conversation that gets this project started, or are there other projects before it? Yeah. Oh, uh, we could talk. You could talk about the um, that first thing we did at the, yeah. the shed thing, and like kind of like how we started up. So yeah, when he came back and said, "I have a camera," and we finally got. I mean, it took forever to finally get together, but we yeah. finally linked up, and we're like, "Okay." I think we we filmed it at my on my grandma's property. She had okay. a really creepy old shed. I mean, there's a hoarder. There's this stuff yeah, everywhere yeah. there, and so we're like, "Hey, maybe we could think of something cool to film here." So we basically just filmed a quick little. This maybe like a guide is being creepy or I don't know, just, mm -hmm. just experimental. Yeah, we were yeah. just experimenting, just kind of being like, hey, we haven't done this in a while. This is new equipment because we're used to using a cheesy old home video camera. Yeah, yeah. And the way yeah. cameras are now, they look like, you know, a photography camera. Yeah. So I'm like, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> but, so we made that and 
it came out really cool and people we showed were like, oh, well, that's really cool. So yeah. it kind of like, all right. So that I think that's when we made the first Pillow Ma'am um, that we shot. Yeah, and we also did a music video for Grace. Oh, we did a music video for our friend Grace and her. So, yeah, we did that. And then we did another one at the deserted place where it was similar to... Mayfair Airfield Base. Yeah, where it's just another kind of... It's just being experimental. We're working with angles, and we were practicing is basically what Mm -hmm. we were doing. Yeah, it was was basically we were doing things to kind of, like, kind of get our legs under us again. Yeah, yeah. And we're still filming. We're just kind of still filming stuff we would just want to watch. We weren't really trying to be like, oh, we want to bring this to people. We're just seeing how this works out. We were trying to push ourselves. Yeah. 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 Just, so you're trying to find a rhythm. Exactly. What you do and yeah. how exactly. you do it. Exactly. So how many of those before? Is there only three? I heard three projects. Is we, that? Well, we had three Pillow Mans. Okay. And so, oh, yeah, go, go ahead. You could take this one. Now. Yeah. So we had those three projects. Uh-huh. And then we actually shot all of the Pillow Man stuff or <laughs> once all the way through so the way we shot it is in four chapters okay um and we originally shot three chapters just for fun uh-huh. and then that's when we stopped we like kind of pumped the brakes and we're like wait this is really good let's redo this um with the expectation of showing this to the public yeah, so yeah. so upping the quality so we scrapped everything we already had did and we're like let's we had already put in a ton of work I'm like, let's redo this again. And, and so we're now we're going through and making a whole nother pass up over everything. So let me, let's dive into the nuts and bolts of what it takes. Cause you got, you guys made a fucking movie. Like that's wild, right? I've, I watch movies. I have no idea what it takes. Well, it's a short film. So let's, what's the creative process like? And what, what I mean is you two decide to say, Hey, Let's go, let's make something, right? Mm-hmm. What's the next conversation like? Well, it's a lot of emails back and forth, a lot of random phone calls being like, hey, call me back. I got an idea. Yeah. We're bouncing back and forth. And basically that's what it is. We're just, it's just rapid bouncing back and yep. forth. And usually one of us will come up with something that it's, we're written. And then, you know, Wes will send it to me and I'll be like, oh, maybe we should do this and send it back. So it's just. And then we finally just agree on something that works. Are you as organized as he is? I'm way more organized one. Are you really? Oh, fuck. Yeah. I feel called out. Yeah, no, it's, it's mean, good, though. It's yeah. different for yeah. me, though. Because, like, in the conversations we've had, he's like, yo, I'll send you a Google Drive. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? So, like, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm extremely, like, yeah, I have to be organized. <laughs> so, Jeff, yeah, Jeff is really good about, like, like physical things. Organi- okay. Like, like I'm, I plan, yeah. and I'm good at planning. Yeah, And, yeah. like, coming up with, like, like, let's scheme and, like, figure out how to do this thing. But, like... My studio or, you know, my garage where we do a lot of filming is a mess. It drives, <laughs> it drives me crazy yeah, when I go in there. I'm it. just like, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's just, it's the yin and the yang, you know. So you guys are kicking back and forth concepts and ideas. Mm-hmm. Yep. The next step is, do you watch similar movies to think like, hey, this is what kind of the aesthetic we're going for? Like, what's the next it's step? It's funny with that because I think when we did the original Third Pillow Man, it's I came over and he showed me that scene of a Nicolas Cage in The Rock. That, oh, yeah, that, when he's driving like crazy. He's driving like, and it's just such a ridiculous scene. He's just like, dude, we have to somehow recreate this. this. Yeah, 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 and that's yeah, how yeah. that. So it's a lot of it does kind of stem just from a quick like, it's, yeah, our process is really kind of. <laughs> so the thing is, is like, it's, like it is 
it's kind of all over the place, like, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And, like, it works for us, but it wouldn't work for other people. So, like, the thing about specifically Pillow Man is that, like, it is constantly evolving, constantly changing. Like, like we've, like, took in things completely out that we thought worked. And we're like, you know what? This, this pace is too slow. We just, like, completely scrap it and go and reshoot stuff until every single, like, every single moment of it is just we feel confident like it's good it's good like it's like it keeps you engaged like we don't ever want to lose people so it's like but that process has meant like putting in a lot of extra hours on things that we already did like we thought we already were done with but but like we're just holding a really high standard for ourselves so let's let's talk about what you had talked to me about a car scene right Mm -hmm. and about possibly setting something up how like just to use that as an example, how many hours does something like that take pre setup when the subject gets there and tear down? Like how many hours is one scene? A lot. Take? So um, that's that's a great question. And like the thing is, is and kind of going back to your early question, it hits on both things is that one of the things we do is we kick the ideas back and forth and then we come up with a, a shot list. And so that shot list will be like we need 20 shots. Okay. To today that this is our game plan we have to get all of these shots what does that require are all these 20 shots going to be green screen are they going to be outside if they're outside where are they yeah um so that we can plan to shoot they may be out of continuity like time time wise yeah like it may skip around so we may have to shoot all the outside stuff at one moment even though it doesn't match and so we have to it's it's a little bit of like kind of writing that down coordinating that so that we can make the day uh, efficient, correct, yeah. productive. Yeah, we don't have to worry about like, okay, we're making the most out of our time. So, but for the car thing, we actually reshot it <laughs> twice. Okay. So the first time we shot it, we shot it with a green screen. We had some issues, and it was also in the summer last year. Um, like the this, worst of the summer. This guy was in a full suit with the pillow over as my... pillow man with a pillow over his head in my garage. It's not air conditioned. Yeah, fuck that. Just going like this. Yeah, no. just acting and and stuff and uh. He was a trooper. <laughs> for the art, man. Yeah. So, um, and then we ended up reshooting it with a projector. So, again, it's troubleshooting. So, we just yeah. bought a projector from Best Buy. Okay, we project, like, a moving background behind the car. And it's constantly looking like DIY stuff. Like, okay, let me go on YouTube, see how other people troubleshooted yeah. the same kind of, pro- uh, you know, problem. That's the great thing about the internet and YouTube now is you could look up and be like, oh, how do you do this? You know, yeah. So it's yeah. really good for no, I agree. There's, I looked up on on YouTube, like, what do I need to open a business account, right? And yeah. Like, you could literally look up fucking anything. Mm-hmm. Anything. Absolutely, yeah. Like, YouTube is great for that. I think our generation benefits the most from that, too, where we can, like, we have the whole, like, I can do it myself thing, but there's this other helper tool like if you grew up playing outside you know about like building shit and and just figuring shit out yeah you know so like my kids don't necessarily know about that (laughs) but so it takes hours per scene how many how long is the movie it's gonna be about 15 minutes or 15 minutes okay how many hours do you think it took hundreds of hours okay (laughs) and i know and it's i know that sounds crazy and when we tell people they're like what you know and but the thing is is there's so much you have to take into consideration, like uh, the fact we shot it all once. Yeah. Um, the fact that like we went back and like we were like, how can we make this better? When we got to the fourth chapter, the fourth chapter required um, other actors 
and a location. Um, we I can say that it was at Dwell Point. Um, okay. We rented out the basement of Dwell Point to film. Yeah, yeah. In there, um, and so that was coordinating other actors, um, renting out the location. Uh, we had to run power into the basement because there was no power down there. Yeah. You know, like, um, and like making that work, making sure that we can get everything done we needed to in one day because we only had it for that one day yeah. and not waste those people's time that showed up to film with us. So, um, so there's like those things. And then the editing is super labor intensive because this, this film itself is very experimental and it's very different. It's not, it's not like, you know, your point A to point B story. It's yeah. very, and so the thing is, is as we've worked on it, the rules of pillow man have changed. Like we're like, Oh, he, you know, we've like, in front of our eyes as we make content, we're like, oh, no, Pillow Man wouldn't do that. And so we have to go back because we realize, like, oh, he, this character's evolving as yeah. we work on it. All right, so that, that I'm glad you said it like that. I purposely, when I seen it, I was like, what the fuck is Wes doing? <laughs> this I like the black and white. I like, this is what one of my favorites, my favorite zombie movie ever is, Night of the Living Dead, but the uh, first one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where they're, Primera. like, running around and, like, oh, yeah. like, you know how Call of Duty has... The, the boards you can put on the window to block out the zombies, like, that's the first Night yeah, of the Living Dead that's zombies. the OG one. Yeah, yeah so, yeah. like, I love zombie movies. I love the ones that are in black and white. I love the ones that are filmed or recorded in film. Like, you can actually see, like, oh, they had to, this is all makeup. This is hundreds of people. Yeah. Like, the one where they go into the mall Dawn and they the take dead. over the mall. Yeah, like, I love that movie. Um, so I love those types of movies where you can see, like, this is before computers. Yeah. It's it's yeah. just, it has a different look. And so when I seen it, I was like, I like the way he's shooting it, but what the hell am I looking at? <laughs> and so when we had talked about you doing an entire project, I was like, I'm not going to ask him shit about this yeah. until I see him. Cause like, number one, I have no idea what you're going to say. And number two, I was like, it just, we'll just learn about it together. Yeah. So we've talked about a little bit about what it takes to make this movie so far, where you guys have came from. Let's talk about the character. So we can do this two ways. And I'm just coming up with this on my own. What would Pillow Man's Facebook page look like? If he was a real person and he had a so, Facebook page. Could, so being that Jeff is Pillow Man, yeah. I'm going to put it on him. Uh, you know, I don't think Pillow Man would have a Facebook page. Why not? <laughs> because Facebook doesn't exist in the Pillow Man world. <laughs> okay. Let's say... I like that answer. Let's say Pillow Man's looking for a job. What does he put on his resume? Uh, I'm Pillow Man. <laughs> Just that. Okay. Just in the huge letters. Yeah. Yeah. There's a big PM. So, what about... What was the, what do I say? What was the plan for the character? Who came up with the character? So I, I like this story. So, <laughs> so this is how we came up with the character. Like I was saying before iPads, before internet, yeah, we yeah. would just be in my room and we had to be creative. We had to amuse each other. And yep. So I always say that Pillow Man was born out of a bottle of Jack Daniels on Monument Boulevard. Oh, that's fucking tight. Yeah. So absolutely. When I was when we were fifteen, I I got a hold of a bottle of Jack Daniels, and that was like gold back mm -hmm. then. And so basically, we just got drunk and just 
I, mean, I, th- well, I think it was you that put the pillow on and you just started going, I'm pillow man. And we were just going back and we thought it was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was just, <laughs> just, yeah, just really just, we're just drunk kids. Yeah. Around. Amusing each other. And that's kind of, and then that's when five years later, we, that's when we thought like, Hey, remember doing pillow man? Let's, let's make an actual little thing. Yeah. So, we're, and we came up with that skit. Yeah. And the skit. And then we started as kind of building from that. It's like, Oh, whoa, he's really, that's a, kind of a funny character, but he's also inspired by our, our dads too, like quirky things, like his mannerisms and stuff. Like that's dope. Funny things you'd see your dad, like you'd see, you know, when you're a kid and you're watching your dad trying to fix a lawnmower and he's getting yeah. frustrated and just yeah, yeah, yeah. starts yelling gibberish yeah. and kicking. The way Pillow Man speaks and reacts is, is that's what's inspired by. So, yep. It's just really just like it, it, it's, it is like a snowball. We just keep adding to the character. Yeah, it's how do you know what to what to give and take from a a character you're building? Personality traits. How do you know what to give him? Because you had mentioned Bo Pillman wouldn't do that. What makes that judgment call? It's it's really how it's just kind of just it's <laughs> it's really organic. Like it really okay. is. And like the, the funny thing is is that we've had a few conversations where we're like we're where I, I like I'll look at him like, dude, it's crazy. Like Pillow Man is way different than than he started out. Like it's, but it's through a process of like making these videos and like what works and what doesn't and like the content that we've been putting out on like Instagram and stuff yeah, yeah. like that is all. It's supposed to be like snippets of like his just his world, like and to get people familiar with like oh this is what it's like. Um, but as we've made those pieces of content, we've realized like oh this is no this is him. It's almost like we're not writing it at this point anymore Mm -hmm. we're like like uncovering who he is like through this process of making stuff and it's like we're realizing like oh no no that's him that's it like and it's like it just clicks we're like oh this is in line with what we've been making so i feel like when i paint and i make what turns out to be a piece i turn around and show i have like i'm literally a passenger right along for the ride and the music and the environment and all that dictates what happens next in the piece kind of sounds like this might be along the lines of your guys' process too, when it comes to building this character. Yeah. Yeah. It is weird because we like how we do it is like the way we just randomly, we, we, we laugh because we'll text each other, be like, call me, it's Pillow Man Emergency. When we think yeah. we have a great idea, yeah, yeah. And like, dude, Pillow Man would do this. And we're like, oh, of course he would, you know? It's just it's just weird. It's very, I don't know, it's just so weird. I've never had a creative process like this. It's, it's, it's And, and it also makes it really challenging for me as like an editor when I'm editing this stuff because, um, because it doesn't follow the rules of like normal life. Like the... And when people have asked us, like, if we're able to, if we're trying to just pitch to people real quick what it's about or, like, what he's like, we tell them it's like a living cartoon. Like, if, you know, you remember, like, Looney Tunes, like, Acme mm-hmm. cartoon, like, yeah. like, like, those characters didn't abide by, like, our rules. Like, the you laws could, of physics. Yeah, you could. Uh, shit, yeah, yeah, so, like, an anvil could get dropped on yeah. somebody's head. Things like that. That's very much Pillow Man. And so like that it's it's like a blessing and a curse because it's fun because we get to play in that sandbox but it's also hard because like like it makes uh it, the ideas can get really wild we're like oh what if he you know did this crazy thing like this because you know gravity doesn't apply to him in this yeah. instant or something 
it makes it really fun because it's just this empty cup that we could just pour into creatively. How are you staying in this pillow man state of mind with the rest of life going on? You got bills, you got everything else. It's really weird because pillow man's like on my mind like all the time of the day. It's it's just like (laughs) it's almost weird because you always feel like you're. Pillow man's becoming a reality. Oh shit! Yeah, it's it's like it it's like lives on my brain. Like it's yeah, I'm actually excited to be done, so I don't have to think about it as much. Yeah, yeah we're well, yeah. looking to kind of be like, okay, we could work on our next project. So, um, but I mean, it's still great. Like I, I love Pillow Man and the project, but it's very it's, mentally like it's yeah consuming for sure. So the reason why I ask that is because I've always seen my favorite actors make me believe the fuck out of the character they're playing in one movie, right? And I'll turn around and watch them in another movie, and it'll be completely different, but I believe with the same Mm -hmm. intensity. And I've always thought, like, wow, how does that one person maneuver from one personality-encompassing thing? Like, how do they become this and this? I'll give you an example. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio on Wolf of Wall Street Mm -hmm. is very different from Shutter Island, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. But it's the same person. You believe with the same intensity. So I always thought to myself, What's the creative process needed to stay in that character? Like I said, with the rest of life going on. Yeah, I think the thing is just again, like we're we're so excited about the idea. Yeah, like we this is like kind of the embodiment of like what like how we we feel creatively. Like we're really putting it, we're putting everything out there. Like yeah, we're putting it all out there, and so the fact that like we're really expressing ourselves creatively like we're constantly like excited about like we're we're charged about this so but that it also it means that it's like it lives in our heads like so much lately and um i mean it's great because like we've come up the more we've been like immersed in this the more stuff we've come up with yeah and it's allowed us to kind of like go back over things and go like okay that that's good you know like we can do better here yeah like let's figure something out and um the funny thing is is that going back to like our roots we used to actually have like um you know like before we actually filmed actors like our friends and stuff we used to take action figures and do like stop motion you know okay and so and i remember when i was a kid i would watch a movie and i would like reenact the movie with the action figures and stuff like that so and remember when you were a kid your action figure could do whatever you yeah. wanted. He could fly, right? Yeah, yeah. You could rip his arms off and he's okay. You put him back on, right? Yeah. Pillow Man is our action figure. Pillow Man is, we're making him do whatever we want for our amusement in an artistic way. And it's it's a blast. He's like the Mickey Mouse of Bad Habit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of like basically what it is. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about where the name Bad Habit comes from. Um, so that's funny because so... <laughs> So the cult film we're playing at um, at the screening when you know, is, is a Rumpelstiltskin from nineteen ninety five, the one that bl- kind of it's, rips off the Leprechaun. <laughs> it's really bad. Yeah, but, but um, amazing. So there's a scene where Rumpelstiltskin he kills this guy and he has a cigar in his mouth and he decapitates him and the cigar is still in the guy's mouth and Rumpelstiltskin takes it and starts smoking it. He goes, "Just what I need, another bad habit." 
Oh, and shit. we just thought that was the funniest thing yeah, at the yeah. moment. And that's when we're like, yeah. bad habit cinema. Like, well, I don't know. Yeah. It sounded yeah. cool. And then the crazier thing, too, about that is that this guy, so he was the main camera operator back then because it was the camera his dad bought him. It was my camera. It was his camera, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now so, it's your camera. <laughs> but it was a very um, simple camera. And you could put you could do very simple text titles, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So our logo is upside down question mark. So the reason why that came to be is because you there was only so many characters in that camera, and one of the only interesting characters was an upside down question mark. Yeah, so we would like put that, that yeah. back in the day. And I always said bad habit ink. It was always in like a really bad coloring too because back then. It was yeah, like, it was just really <laughs> was crappy. Like, yeah. So one thing I learned in this whole podcast journey was the it's very valuable that an artist can access particularly an artist can access different parts of like their personality and you can almost go back in time and live in that person you were at third grade a little bit as an artist because you you kind of hold on to some of those things so i think it's dope that you guys are able to take the stuff you developed and like had a bunch of joy with in a certain time in your life and turned it into something else now to where it's like now you're making an actual like short film that you're putting out that you're you know putting a bunch of energy and time behind mm-hmm. yeah is there anything that you wish you could have put into it that you didn't necessarily get to this time around into the creation of the film and character there's one scene we wish we could have <laughs> done but we couldn't <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's you know uh it's pencils down creatively at this point you know okay. so like we're we're at the point where we're just editing. So and Jeff, so the dynamic of us mm-hmm. creatively, I think is like Jeff tends to be more of the kind of voice of reason as okay. far as like, like, like hey, like all right, because <laughs> I'm like I was like we should really do this, but you're like hey, I think that we we're over uh, oh, committing. Yeah. Like we're 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 gonna do too. Like yeah. we're spreading ourselves too, too thin at that point. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, any and he had a point. Like, if it was another scene that it's like, hey, if we set this up, if we film this, if we edit it, it's going to add on too much work. Um, yeah. And I'm already editing three, four hours a night sometimes, yeah. um, pretty consistently. Mm-hmm. What exactly does editing consist of? Um, well, just it consists of taking like the raw stuff we filmed and just moving it around. And a lot of times. Editing is like a feel and like, you know, I'll kick him what like what I did and be like, what do you think? And he'll mm-hmm. give me some feedback and I'll move some things around. Um, and it's just taking that and just like shaping it into where we're like, OK, this is it. We've polished it up enough. And who determines when it's polished enough? Do you guys come to a- just when we both agree that it's oh, done. absolutely yeah. Yeah. We, nothing is like we both have the final say, like yeah. we both are solid on something that could be released or we could show. How has that process been? You ever bump heads? I, not really. No, no, no. I mean, yeah, no, because we're, we're all pretty like because we've been doing this since we were kids, yeah, you, yeah. Know, just yeah. about, you know, just being creative. And so it's like. Sometimes I'll come up with something I think is a good idea, and I'll run it by Wes, and he'll be like, "Ah, oh, maybe no." And I'm like, "Okay, you know." So yeah. we don't yeah. we don't get hurt feelings, you know. When he, we he's shot me down on like ideas, yeah, and it's stuff. just part of the process. Yeah, it's, so. part, it's just how it goes. So I th- I've learned working with other creatives in the last year is just like the collaboration paintings and things. It is really dope to see what the other person can add to your creative process mm-hmm. through their opinion. 
Oh yeah. So like the fact that he he might be like, hey, we're overstretching it. Yeah. Might help you like combat a little bit of overstretching, even if yeah. it's not just right here. But you, sometimes you have to reflect later on, like, dang, am I doing that in other places too? Like, well, because I'll burn myself into the ground. Yeah. Like, I, or I'll run myself into the ground with something. Like, I'll go too far. Um, and that's a thing that I'm still working on cre- yeah. creatively and, and stuff like that. So it's good to have somebody that's like, whoa, like, wait, yeah. <laughs> we've done enough. Um, we got to we got to stop. Like, yeah. you know, I know what it's like to burn out just doing the music and going on the road. It's like it's easy to do. You want to yeah. keep working. You want to keep and because I have that mindset, too. But yeah. you got to know it's OK to step away for a minute. But it's yeah. like I think with both of us, we just want this to be done. That, that's why our minds keep like, dude, no, we got to keep going and keep working. And yeah. So. Yeah. It's balancing that wanting it to be done and wanting to make sure that it is we're giving people the best experience. And a lot of times my gauge in the edit or when I when I think that something is good is it like, he'll come over and he'll sit with me and I'll play it back. And if I can get him to like die laughing yeah, yeah. or like a ra- reaction. Oh, if I from, leave yeah. the room laughing, we know it's good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I've, I've made him like yeah. I'm like, all right, like, check it out. This is where I'm at with this piece. I'll play it for him. And he'll just like he can't even yeah. keep himself together. Oh, that's tight. Yeah. I think that's a good gauge. Yeah. 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 So thank you for talking about the character's personality, how it came about, all that. Let's get into the last, you know, 10 to 15 minutes of the podcast. Let's get into the event. Yeah. Why did you feel like it was necessary to show the film on a big screen and not just put it out online? Well, we were wanting to... to for a while we were kicking around the idea of doing an event that's not necessarily just about a film. Like initially it was just about celebrating, you know, um, weird movies and interesting art and like, you know, uh, creativity and making kind of like a more of like a um, bad habit, like hangout fun thing. And then, you know, it just happened to be that pillow man was starting to evolve and like go in a really positive direction where we thought, Hey, you know, this has got legs. Yeah. Why don't we do the event around this um, and have this be kind of the centerpiece, but also, you know, really like keep the doors open to like, hey, the, the Sacramento creative community too. like, hey, if people want to contribute somehow, mm-hmm. um, I can kind of let the cat out of the bag about Michelle. Michelle Dahl did a piece, has okay. a pillow man piece that we're going to be selling prints of okay. at the screening. So there, that's just an example of like there's other people that are going to be involved in this. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm open to that because like while it's our film we want this to be a very much a community thing and like we want it to be fun we want people to come out we want people to be entertained and like remember that cinema that movies is about like fun it's about you know like we sometimes get uh like lost in the fact that it's like we look at these big movies like transformers and stuff that take millions of dollars to make and like like we're like how could we ever make something like that and uh but you have to think that at some point, a lot of these directors, you know, they just made something with their buddies, you know, and just, you know, that's what it's about. Well, I, I agree with you. And one of the what comes to mind is the experience of going to see a movie like that's yeah. lost on a lot of people, especially on the Internet. It's gone. You can't mm-hmm. like when we go to see like a like a premiere what was the last movie we saw. I think it was uh, I took the family to see the last one might not super mario i forget what it was but when we go to see a movie these guys get my kids they get dressed in costumes i love it they get their snacks yeah Yeah, like 
and we get excited. We get there early to sit down. Like everybody is is excited. Oh, it was Flash and Batman. That's what it was. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, Flash. Yeah, yeah. So like my little one had on the cape of Batman. I love it with yeah, the eyes, that, like nice. with the mask. It's awesome. The other one had on just the cape, and like the wife had on a Batman shirt. But it's it's the experience of going to see something in a grand way. Yeah. yeah. So like. I thought that's what you were going to say something that's, along the lines. Yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, there, but there's this, there's always this like kind of nagging sense of uh, being humble and humility and yeah. like, and, and making sure that we're also making this about like everybody, like, you know, everybody coming out and having fun and like the fact like, Hey, we have a really interesting band. Um, we've got a great comedian. Like, you know, we want it to be grand. We want yeah. it to feel big. Um, and there's going to be a theatrical element where we like a little bit of live performance too. Mm-hmm. That um, we're keeping like kind of under the under wraps. Yeah. Okay. But um, but the whole point is, yeah, go. We want people to come to a theater and have fun. Like, and I think that um, you know, we've gone in this this direction with streaming. We've gone in this direction since COVID of like, of of you know, people are slowly starting to go out again. But it's like. Going to an event and experiencing something with other people, laughing with other people, yeah. like sharing a, a unique experience, um, and we're doing it in a historic theater in Sacramento um, that's been around for forever. And if you haven't been to the Colonial, it's so cool inside. Yeah, it is. Um, and so, to me, it's the kind of thing that I would pay money to go to. So yeah. I'm happy to put my name on it and say, like, come, come to this thing. Yeah, it's been a dream of ours since we were fifteen. We well, yeah, always I think, wanted I think to that's, see. That's yeah. the dopest so, part of it is like yeah. I'm 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 excited for you guys to get to this point. I know what it's like to make art and put it out in the public, and be like, judge me, you know, because that's what happens. Yeah. Judge me, and then now you're like, you know what? Judge me and all the money I've put into this, but I'm also going to throw an event. Yeah, that yeah. is cost money and people's time too. Oh yeah, <laughs> let's talk about some of the other acts you're going to have during the screening i think you said a comedian and a band correct remind me who the comedian is his name is james bruce okay and yeah, how do you guys know him you're just fans or oh no actually we uh, work with him okay i work with him and i figure that I, I like his comedy he's funny so i thought he'd be a good fit perfect like you know hey you know but he's been around for like oh, we found a video of his yeah, like he's 15 been years 15 Whoa, years okay. yeah, yeah. yeah if you look at it's comedian jim bruce if you on youtube and you can see his stuff okay cool and then the band is toxic gremlin so which is um so our friend grace cooper she had success um with her own band or a different band which was um grace uh or no was it the sandwiches Yes, <laughs> the sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. she but like she actually. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, she's she's she actually um, toured in yeah, Europe a little Europe, bit. Yeah, they got um, okay. made three albums, I think. Yeah, yeah. so she's in the indie scene. She actually did some things, but she was an original member of Bad Habit. She mm-hmm. used to be in our films. Okay. So um, when we originally we found out, like you know, we we're planning this, um, we were looking at a different band, like a Sacramento band, because she's from uh, Oakland. Okay. I think. But um, but then that didn't work out, and I'm like, we were like, wait, you know, here's this person that was yeah. a part of our thing back in the day. Let's bring them back into the fold, um, and just have them perform. And there are, you know, they play like the saw and the theremin, and it's very experimental. And they're going to project something like interesting. Okay. So again, it's 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 more art focused than music focused. Yeah. You know? Who has been the quarterback between all the different acts? And the booking and the event, like who's been doing all that? 
between the two of you? Like, I mean, he's been, so he knows the comedian, so he's been dealing with that. Mm, yeah. I reached out to Grace about the band. Um, I have a photographer that's going to be doing photography that's somebody that I used to work with, yeah. um, and he's really talented. He does, like, concert photography. Okay. Um, and so. I guess we're getting all merch together. So he, yeah, he's been planning style, the merch. Yeah. It, it basically we're, we're taking like the path of least resistance yeah. route so like if he's like oh i i got a handle on this he'll jump yeah. on it yeah yeah if i'm, I'm like, like don't hey. worry about this yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so it's it's a collaborative project in that sense too it's like oh, we, it like we know where our strengths are yeah so. no yeah. and that's cool yeah yeah so i know you're not a very ego driven person even though no. you're very talented and you do thank you very cool things i was wondering if there's ever been like, you guys kind of answered my question before I ask it. If there's ever been like a clash of anything, but it kind of yeah. sounds like you both want this to work. You're both putting in your time and energy. Has there been any challenges throughout the entire process of this, from the filming yes. to the event? Like, what's been the biggest challenge? Stress. Stress. Yeah. <laughs> what are we stressing about? Well, it's more just because it's mainly just the two of us doing this right now. So, and and we're just we just dove into this. We have we don't we didn't know what we we're doing. Yeah. You know, we're just kind of like when he's like, "Hey, let's have it at this theater." I'm like, "All right, let's just see what we could do." Yeah. yeah. How are we paying for everything? Out of pocket. Out of pocket. We, we everything split. Yeah. And how has that been coming up with that money and watching it leave toward a passion project that doesn't necessarily promise a return? It's. If the I mean I think that you're gonna echo this, but I think if the end result that is that if we do what it is, if we put up the thing that we want to put up yeah. on the screen, and that people get to experience the kind of art that we want to put up there and yeah. have the kind of night we want them to have, it doesn't matter. Yeah, okay. it doesn't matter. I see as like the money I'm putting into it is like I could be buying a base or you know, yeah. so I'm just like, well, I'm just gonna spend my money on this. So well, you're investing in yourselves, yeah, and exactly. I think you guys are doing it. Yeah the way you want it done which is i know from experience it can be stressful you know yeah. covering all the bills of life and yeah. making sure you're still eating but also being like this needs this other project needs to look a certain way yeah and i need to work however long to make sure that it looks that way because yeah. you could easily go a different route that's cheaper but doesn't necessarily have the impact yeah and i mean the thing is is um we live in an interesting time right now where, you know, filmmaking is accessible. Mm -hmm. And like I talked about it when one of the big things is, you know, he and I grew up, we didn't come from money at all. Yeah. Like, um, we grew up in kind of like a rougher part of Concord. We had a monument. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and the thing is, is like, you know, his dad got him a camera. Um, but like we didn't have any other filming equipment. Like yeah. the thing is, is like back then, Again, before YouTube, before all that, where would you even put that content back yeah, then? Yeah. And so to us, you know, filmmaking has always been one of the biggest gatekept, uh, like gatekept arts. Mm -hmm. Because if you think about it, it's like back in the day, it's like Hollywood. It's like you have to jump through all these hoops. You have to know somebody or whatever. So, you know, like now being that it's like, no, you can, you can, we can put something out there on yeah. the internet. Or we can, or, like we, or we can just, to do that. Yeah. yeah, like we don't lighting equipment isn't you know like we can afford it like um so i just think that it, it's pretty awesome and so it's like why not put everything behind it that we can then no i agree and there's there comes a time where you have to you have to put the passion for the art the same passion you have that you put into the art into like yourself as a brand 
That's Absolutely. what you're doing yeah. now, right? Yeah. It's like going forward and putting your best foot forward. Yeah. Um, that basically is what I, that was like my only question that I w- was unsure of how you're going to ask what's been the biggest challenge. Yeah, it's it's just weird. It's like we, we have a good system and we, we bounce back and forth really well. And I think it's just because we've known each other for so long. Yeah. and yeah. so used to just doing creative stuff together. It's like, it's fun to us, you know, so. It's work, but it's fun. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything you guys want to mention or talk about before we conclude while we have the stage? I, I think that one thing I do want to say is that, um, like, we're we're trying to make this stuff. We're trying to make films for us, and we're trying to make stuff that we would watch. But, like, beyond that, there's something bigger, which is, like, we're, we're big proponents of, like, independent cinema, people being able to get their stuff out there and... You know, if we can help, like, push things and, yeah. like, kind of kick the door open more for people, like, um, and shake things up. Because, in our opinion, like, a lot of film and stuff is just stale and people aren't, you know, pushing things. And, you know, if we can help do that, like, that would be amazing. Hopefully. <laughs> well, we're definitely in the time in the world where you could access all the components involved, all the people, all the processes, the things you need to produce a product yourself. So... Absolutely. Yeah. Anything you want to add before we wrap up? No, I don't think that's it. <laughs> okay, yeah. so what would be the ideal dope day for the event? 300 people. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, a good amount of people come out and that... Uh, no, no fires? No fires, yeah. Oh, whoa. <laughs> now you're jinxing us. Um, I mean, I think the big thing is, is just that, you know, people like... The, the thing about, you know, movies, cinema, it's a story. Yeah. And, like, and I think that an interesting story, you, like, after you hear it or you watch it, you experience you read it, whatever, yeah. it's in your head. And so if a couple people leave with it and they're, like, it's it's in your head, you're like, man, that was interesting, and it's, like, kicking around. Like, if people leave with that story and they're just like, oh, that was, that was cool or it affects you in some way, um, I think that that would be amazing. But, you know, that would be dope. <laughs> okay. Thank you for your time. Before we get out of here, can you just give me the information for the event one more time so the audience yeah. can be Friday, sure. October the 13th at the Colonial Theater, 7.30 as doors. Um, there's information on badhabit-cinema.com too as well. Okay, how about the Instagrams? Uh, oh, yeah, um, Bad Habit Cinema on Instagram, and then I'm Weird World of Wes. And then I'm Lobster Dome. Okay. Well, thank you guys for your time, for your story. I'm excited for the project. Hope it all goes well. Yeah, thank you for having us. Absolutely. This podcast is brought to you by We Are Sacramento. Cool.